1: I'm Aaron Sagers, and this is Talking Strange. Hello, uh, spooky nerds, and welcome to Talking Strange, a paranormal pop culture show with the Den of Geek Network, and live from the Den of Geek Studios in New York City. I am your host, Aaron Sagers, journalist, author. Researcher of all things weird and currently you can catch me on paranormal caught on camera on the travel channel and discovery Plus now you guys know that I am obviously I'm doing this thing I am a super nerd for the paranormal and for all things and occasionally with my job. I get to talk to legends to icons and Today, we are talking to the incredible talent behind the show, Radio Rental. Now, Radio Rental, you guys should know about it. I've talked about it before. It's an anthology series and podcast that explores bizarre real-life stories from horror to crime to the paranormal. They're told first person, and these true stories are set inside radio rental which is an 80s style video rental store a location that's very close to my nerdy heart and this imaginative cult classic inspired horror brand blurs the lines of reality with cutting edge documentary storytelling and i'm quite excited to say that a new season of radio rental begins this october 2022 now Let me bring some of the folks behind radio rental in as guests first up this gentleman is a director an award-winning documentary filmmaker he's an atlanta area native and he founded tenderfoot tv in 2016 he co-created and hosts the company's flagship show up and vanished which you guys should know about it uh it spawned tenderfoot's first television series by the same name and he also went on to host the acclaimed Atlanta Monster and is also the producer behind Radio Rental. And that gentleman, of course, is Mr. Payne Lindsay Payne, thank you for joining us. Hey, Aaron, how you doing? I'm doing great. And, uh, you know, man, I'm trying to keep it together. I talk to a lot of people, a lot of amazing people in this job. But this my next guest is is an icon. He's America's most beloved late night AM radio talk show personality of, of course, dark air, which I'm a massive fan of. He's a philosopher of the paranormal. He's open to all possibilities. And he also happens to run radio rental with this cat, Malachi, Mr. Terry Carnation. Terry, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Aaron. You look I, good, Terry. Thank are, you, Payne. Terry, are you are you currently in the back room of Radio Rental right now or where or can you are you in an undisclosed location?
2: Where are you right now? I'm always in an undisclosed location. But this is an undisclosed location in my house. Aaron, this is where I live, but I'm not going to tell you where that is because I don't trust you. I don't know you well enough.
1: No, I. It's a room and a house, and I think that's that's enough information. That's we don't we need want to anybody. know. Aaron. Yeah. yeah, I'm in a room in a house. A Room and a house. Well, you know, I I don't want to make anything awkward, Terry. I do want to start with you uh, with a question. I I know that as someone that has listened to Dark Air throughout the years inspired by it, shaped by it, really. I know there's been some conflict and scandal involving Dark Air and you in the past, um, and now you're running the radio rental store. Are are things okay with you, Terry? Are you in a good spot right now? I'm
2: great. (laughs) I'm great, Aaron. Thank you for asking. I'm doing really, really well. All of the mental health challenges that I had in the past are they're far in the rearview mirror right now. Trust me. I just want you to know. I want all the listeners to know. Uh, I think you can see it in my eyes if you're watching this live stream or watching me on the YouTube's. You can see that I'm doing fantastic. Really, everything is very balanced. Um, I I feel serene. I uh, I'm just doing fantastic and. Yes, I mean the timeline is a little wonky. Yeah, I'm, i I have two jobs. Uh, I manage a, a video s- rental store in an undisclosed location uh, that has some mysterious tapes in it. I also have. I also host a late night AM radio talk show, um, Dark Air with Terry Carnation. I'm sure you knew that, and the listeners knew that. And I, somehow I manage it all, and I, I'm doing it with flying colors, Aaron. Uh, And speaking of flying colors, what about your background there, buddy, and your shirt? A lot of flying colors going on. Yeah,
1: it it helps disarm people or distract them, so that way I can pounce with my (laughs) journalistic questions. I'm like a very pretty, sprite cat, yes. Uh, Terry, do
0: you have a Bluetooth in your ear? Yes, I do. Doesn't that cause, like, brain damage or something? Radio waves or something?
2: I, it's damaged enough is, is all I can say after okay, uh, okay. 37 years on the radio. So <laughs> with those cans on my head. So, you know, you pick your battles, Payne, you pick your that's battles. True. That's true. I mean, Payne, I don't I, you
1: know, I know a little bit about these things and the crystal around his neck uh, does offer some protective measures. Yes. So, you know, that's an, sure. and, and I'm glad to hear that you're doing so well, Terry. I mean, I look into your eyes and I see just the paradigm of of uh, health. That's what I would say, and a uh, pain. Of course, as a producer, you have created so many successful shows and TV shows: uh, Atlanta Monster, uh, Up and Vanished, and and Radio Rental. I am curious about this collaboration with the legend Terry Carnation. Pain, like, how did? you connect as far as assembling this formula of not just having these tapes these stories from real world people but aligning with this man with this legend sure i mean uh most
0: of my work in the past has been in the true crime genre where i've been producing investigative stories looking into a missing persons case or whatever it may be and I wanted to make something that had a little bit lighter of a tone. Being someone who grew up watching unsolved mysteries as a kid, the twilight zone shopped at blockbuster. It was my favorite time of the week was Friday going to blockbuster. And I wanted to make something that was more lovable, more lighthearted, but still at the core of it, something that would really scare the hell out of you. And I thought what better way to do that then find these really spooky stories from real people and throw it in this fictional world of Radio Rental, and then I found Terry Carnation, and he answered all of my prayers. Not literally. Well,
1: <laughs> you don't know that, but. The, oh, I mean, I would say many listeners would disagree, Terry, you you have answered many prayers throughout the decades, and, I mean, while you, Terry Carnation, are most certainly, one hundred percent, unquestionably a real person, uh, and and in the vein of I- other icons such as Art Bell, you also, and I, I hope this is not offensive, you will av- you kind of evoke some of my favorite fictional paranormal and horror hosts such as. You know the Elvira, the Cassandra Peterson out there, or Sven Gulli, and again, not at all intended as an offensive question, because you are, no doubt, true and a real man. But is that a fair
2: comparison? I I, I would view. My, I think it is fair. I, it's an entirely fair comparison, and I I would actually compare myself, um, on on a deeper level to the Crypt Keeper. Um, I can see it. You see it. You can see it. I can't. Um, he's a hero of mine. We hang out sometimes, actually, and um, I'm like, uh, CK, what gives? How do I? How do I do this? You know, what? Give me your tips. And um, in between nibbles of flesh, you know, he's given me a few uh, a few pointers along the way, and I, just a big shout out to CK. Um, for that help, but anyone that can help bring a little levity, a little joy in translating some of these, uh, darker tales to a wider audience, um, I'm all in favor and sign Mm. me up and also pay me.
0: (laughs) Terry, it's been a while since I've been to the Radio Rental shop to check on you. How,
2: How has your, your love life been these days? Um, that's great, um, I've been using uh, some of the new dating apps uh, to try and meet people, it, it's good. It, it's a little desolate out there, you know, um, they closed off the parking garage because of the thing that happened. Um, yeah. With the leak and with the murder and so that's been shut off and so people don't really have access to the area so traffic has gone way down so I, um, I've got the newest, uh, dating app. I'm um, having a little bit of a problem with the settings, um, on this particular dating app, I'm not finding many women. It's all men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was assured Grindr was, uh, the, the, the mm-hmm. best place to find, um, to find eligible women who might be interested in, right, a, right. in a, in a, that, yeah, we'll talk about that offline
0: that. That's the wrong app, I think. I, I don't think so. I yeah, don't think it, so. It is though. It's people who want to
2: grind, you know, right, like nineties right. old school hip hop, like.
1: Yeah, mm. but it's not. It's a. It's different. Mm. See, I mean, I I live close to Philadelphia, and I just thought it was an app for people that are aficionados of what you might call sandwiches, sandwiches, yeah, yeah, Hobbies. yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Y'all should Google that. I well, right after the show. Sorry, I, I ooh, mean, what's that? Google. Yeah. All those?
0: I'll, I'll just, I'll stop by the, I'll mail you a letter or something.
1: Terry, I say keep at it. You know, you just gotta, you gotta keep digging. You gotta go through, you know, a lot of, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta it, it takes a while to find that diamond in the rough, you know? I mean so.
2: tell us about the murders. Tell us about, are you podcasters? Are you fresh out of murder? Are there any more murders to cover? I mean, you're probably just going through the, the the rubbish bin looking for like where's another serial killer oh we've got to find some more murders to create a podcast about how do you do that how do you do that
0: yeah I guess you could say that my business is reliance on murders that sounds kind of messed up right mm-hmm. and you're killing
1: it the the
2: oh pain you're murder adjacent. <laughs> 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 Bring the pain. Yeah. Bring the <laughs> yeah. pain. Well, they
1: say if, if it bleeds, it leads. And I guess, <laughs> you know, that that does apply mm-hmm. to podcasts too. But mm-hmm. pain, actually with Radio Rental, how does one know if a tale is tape worthy? Because everybody thinks they have a story, but that story doesn't necessarily fill up, I don't know, 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of a podcast and it may not, have a cohesive beginning middle end i don't know what how is how do you know if a tape a tale is radio rental worthy i mean i would say that's the
0: hardest part about producing the podcast is that we are pretty much reliant on the the first person narrator to take you through all the beats of the story so we got to go in there and really conduct a thorough interview to do that in the first place and sometimes it can still sound like shit but sometimes it sounds amazing because it's totally real and they're recalling some horrific experience they had and the you know the emotion is there and i think that's what is different about radio rental than some of the other scary story podcasts is that you get to hear kind of firsthand what it felt like and you know what it sounds like for someone to recall something that was you know some horrific event in their life and most of them now can look back and laugh on it but i think that little human element of it is what kind of separates it from some other podcasts out there has there
1: has there been a moment when certainly there's times when you might interview someone or you might hear a story and think there's not a lot of there there but have there been times when through the course of producing their story you actually uncover something else entirely wild that the that the tale is even meatier than you expected oh yeah there's been several
0: stories where i just wanted to go like i didn't have an answer by the end of you know their telling of it but i wanted to stop everything i was doing and go figure out what the hell was going on like who was this person or what did that mean but it's it's damn near impossible sometimes they're just blips moments that happened and they're usually years ago a decade ago and there's not much to go off of so part of the fun i think is just uh you know taking everything you hear and just kind of being part of the experience you know it's not really meant to be dissected or investigated per se but some things get your mind going and
2: i think those are the really good ones mm-hmm. well uh, pain what 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 are, your, what are some of your favorite stories what are the stories that gave you the goose pimples um the goose pimples, were yes
0: uh, I would say Goose the flesh. Laura of the Woods story. Laura of the Woods is the one that gave me mm. the goosebumps. From season one. Season First, one. Yes. yes. That mm-hmm. and Doppelganger. Uh, mm. Because, I mean, the Doppelganger one, if, if you haven't heard it, I mean, it's some glitch in the Matrix thing that happened where his girlfriend was someone else and then reappeared. And so I mean, you sound absolutely insane recalling that story. And it's kind of messed him up forever maybe one day there'll be some bizarre explanation for what that really was maybe it was some you know mental health thing but he's never had it ever again so i think the ones that you just really can't explain that were frightening and people look at you like you're crazy you know if it really happened to you what are you going to say it's like either
1: you believe it or you don't and that would be scary if that happened to me so the doppelganger topic is quite creepy and, and i I love talking about it, I love researching it. And and oddly enough, I've actually been accused of being of, I, apparently I have a celebrity doppelganger out there named Rain Wilson. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he No, I haven't apparently you never see me and him in the same room together, so that's uh, my doppelganger. It's quite odd, quite peculiar. But strange, strange about, name. Heard of like a,
2: strange yeah. name. Hippie. Hippie.
1: spelled with two ends. I don't know. It's quite bizarre. The what's the metric for legitimacy with these stories? Because do you have to have a finely tuned bullshit meter to say, okay, I think someone is just
2: scripting something, mm-hmm. or is that besides the point?
1: I think that
0: I mean. And did you?
2: I'm um, pain. Sorry to jump in. Did you end up using the story about the man who lived for a year and a half in the womb? I'm an adult female Asian elephant, did was that? Did that end up being? What was your? We, yeah, we've you come that, down on that?
0: that. we. I appreciate you sending me that, but we we're still working on it. Uh, it's they're editing it. I'll I'll keep you posted. Yeah, oh. yeah. So so, so yeah, it, has, right. has it might has be a while
2: posted.
1: though.
0: Um, we're still okay. kind of tweaking it.
2: I wasn't I'll, sure whether to believe it you know, or not. But the. Yeah. Um, the Ziploc baggie with the viscous liquid in it was proven up yeah, for me. Yeah, anyway, that, was, that was weird. Um, I, I interrupted. Please continue.
1: I, I know. I think it sounds very valid, honestly. Um, scientifically sound. So, Payne, I hope you do look into that. for Not to yeah, tell you we'll, how we'll to do your that. job, yeah. but I think you should look into that. But, but yeah, continue with that.
0: Yeah, back to the legitimacy of, of the stories. I think that there's, you know, a, a human level of... Okay, you got... If we found a story, let's say, on the internet Reddit or something in some subreddit and we reach out finally make contact. There's a lot of bullshitting they have to continue with for a while. And to me, if you're going to, if you're bullshitting that far, all the way up to the point where we're talking and texting and we're flying and meeting you and wherever you live, then fuck it. Because that to me is almost weirder than you just telling the truth. You know, people embellish stuff sometimes, but I would say, I would say probably 80% of the stories that we've, I've been a part of personally, every person has been, as they're recalling it, you can tell that it was some traumatic thing that happened to them. They're not trying to Mm -hmm. find the words. They're just like, oh yeah, this, this kind of messed me up. And like, they still haven't figured it out or never forgot it. And you can
2: tell when someone's being sincere, I think. Mm-hmm. So you heard it here, folks. Uh, radio rental listeners or people who want to be on the show simply make up an a cockamamie story, and as long as you stick with it, all yeah, the you got to really
0: tell me though. You need to hit every beat of that
2: story, and if you don't, I'm canning that shit. But just commit all the way. Commit, the yeah. Ten, tenderfoot TV will show up at your house, and the old you will make you famous.
1: Yes. And, and it's not, not car, like. Baby. I- it's not like there's a shortage of stories folks. So they'll, you know, if it's not good enough there's the legitimate story of the guy who lived inside of a elephant. But yeah. But but Terry, you through the 37 years, more than three decades on the air and now through the course of Radio Rental, do you think that these stories are getting weirder? Is the phenomena getting weirder? Or do you think that people may just simply be more willing to open up about the strange things that they are experiencing in
2: their life? That's an excellent question, Aaron. Um, Let's take the new uh, incidents of unidentified aerial phenomenon, um, aka UFOs. for years, for decades, for, may a century, the telling or retelling of those stories uh, sentenced one to a kind of, a uh, a kind of like a, um, uh, outrageous purgatory where you were a a goofball. and Yes, and you were a tinfoil hat wearing and the fact is, is now you know, with the recent revelations, um, we have you know dozens of Air Force pilots and generals and 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 captains of industry and astronauts revealing the incredible number of aerial phenomenon. So we see that it has become um, much more accepted, and I do believe that. Um, Stories of the mysterious, um, of the uncanny, um, are becoming uh, much more uh, deeply and more greatly embraced. And as a matter of fact, you know, the more the more outrageous stories that you have, um, the more that people will like you, and 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 they and they stop thinking that you're just a big fat loser sitting in your basement um, without. Uh, any hope for a future or any possibility of finding a mate after your wife has passed away.
0: That's oddly specific.
2: Well, it's not too specific
1: because he has not disclosed which room of the house that he's in. Right. Right, We could be a basement. I don't know.
0: Terry, weren't you abducted by aliens at one point? Am I remember? Is that, is that what happened?
2: I uh, put me on the spot Payne. Yeah, I did. You put me on the spot a little bit. Yeah. But it's not something. It's something. Obviously, as a as a call in radio host, I've spoken to many abductees. Uh, it's not something I've shared too much about. But um, I do, you know, I do wonder about the the aliens' anal fixation. I don't understand the the commonality and intensity of the anal probe. And maybe I, they don't and- have butts. You know, like is is it that simple? Like maybe. Aliens just don't have butts.
1: They're just fascinated so by. Why is there a hole Yeah, they're
2: well, Why would you need that? There, you know, there's a number of websites that I've uh, heard about: analplay.com, uh, buttjoy. Um, what are anal these sites again? What kind of sites are these? And, well, they're sites. They're sites created by aliens featuring the human anus which is used in all kinds of outrageous ways uh-huh. and you can visit m- many of these many of these sites um are you paying for these sites well some of them you have to in order to get entrance to the to the advanced they'll allow you like the thumbnails but you can't get to yeah. the, the full uh-huh. content unless and then once you sign up for one then you get the thing and you've got to sign up for right so yeah, It's outrageously expensive, but for someone who's been through the trauma that I have with the alien abduction and the intensity of the probe on the human anus, um, I find it healing. I find it strangely healing and a little bit arousing, I'm not going to lie.
0: These educational alien sites that you're talking about, do you ever get like a pop-up that says you have a virus or something? I, I have, yes. Yes, uh-huh.
2: and I I keep going down to the clinic and I get tested. I don't have any viruses. Okay, so not even COVID. Clean baby, clean. Mm-hmm. I, don't I happen understand to it.
1: I happen to think that this is material that definitely you should add to your your dating app profile, especially you know, I, mm-hmm. and, and that might help mm-hmm. you match with the right person on Grinder. But but pain, I could
2: I could add anal intensity to my to my profile. Mm-hmm. It can. I think I don't, Anal either.
1: fixation. Um, I would strongly advise it. Previously
2: yeah. probed. Um, seeking others. Stuff. Seeking yeah. others who have been a, uh, anally probed as well.
0: Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Would be Careful yeah. on the verbiage, like Just the wordage there. Like yeah. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. how like,
2: I yeah. It, mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it?
1: As far as the other kinds of phenomena on Radio Rental, I've noticed, obviously, you have these true crime adjacent stories or could very well turn into true crime. And then there's the ghosty stories. And it seems like, is there, would you say there's an increase in more aliens or cryptids or other kinds of phenomena? And why do you think that is? If so.
0: The first collection of stories that I ever put out in Radio Rental I wanted it was super curated batch of stories because I didn't want to just hit you over the head with some paranormal thing because I've found that if you're someone who just doesn't believe in ghosts just that you just don't or you don't believe in UFOs and aliens then you're immediately checked out once you know that that's what kind of story this is and so I would try to find you know stories that we a run-in with a serial killer or things that just definitely factually happened and kind of set them up to feel like it's some paranormal thing then it has this like you know wow ending where it's like holy shit, that's a real guy that's a that's a thing that happened now i'm hearing a news clip and slowly kind of easing you into you know how far can we push this can we tell a story about you know some cryptid and are you gonna actually listen to it um so we like to kind of hit you with a little bit of everything. So you never really know what you're going to get. And I think the surprise factor is kind of worked for the series as we've moved along, but now I feel like we're at a point where, you know, we, we dropped all kinds of stories, so it's kind of, you know, it's a grab bag of any of these things at this point,
1: have there been stories that seem like they go too far and you have to decide not to run them too far as in what do you mean? Too extreme, too hmm, yeah. too real.
0: Uh yeah. Actually, one comes to mind, and I ended up airing it anyways. But it was like it, it was. It's totally bizarre. The, the short version is this guy worked at like a crematory, and there was. Is that where they sell ice cream? Time. No, that's where they they uh, burn bodies, Terry. Um, My yeah, mistake. They make them into ashes. but uh they this guy thought he heard noises from this like this person who may still be alive and he checked the heartbeat and it wasn't there and then okay a a day went by and the the wife of the person was rushing to get the cremation done in a very kind of odd way and it's like a roller coaster of all this stuff but there's there was no heartbeat that he could tell that he thought it was just he was in his head so much and then he rushed ordered the whole cremation he he followed through with it and then this lady just never showed up to pick up the ashes and i was like oh shit was he alive like maybe not but it just brought back all of these horrific kind of paranoid thoughts he had and if you look at it that way maybe it's true maybe it's not but like that's probably one of the darker stories we've, we've ever told but yeah he he wanted to tell it and it was cathartic for him to even talk about it and he was also a radio rental fan so i think for some people it was the right scenario for us to air a story like that but sometimes we'll cut it if it's just like oh this is too messed up or this is too too dark too far you know we like to keep it within bounds if we can
1: i i remember that story and it was it was indeed dark and and yeah i I walked away thinking like that guy wasn't dead but yeah you're like i don't know yeah maybe yeah uh, Terry, how about you? I mean, you asked Payne about his favorite story, but instead of your favorite story, has there been any that have gotten under your skin, even the skin of Terry Carnation's, he's a veteran of paranormal radio, has there been a, a story that just was too disturbing for you?
2: Oh, um, so many stories, so many disturbing stories over the years. They all tend to blur, Aaron um uh terry you do listen to the Terry's tape tough, right though. terry doesn't
0: really honestly terry just pops in tapes and he puts his headphones back on what have you been listening to recently on your ipod
2: uh norman greenbaum the the one hit wonder who wrote uh spirit in the sky yeah um, that's a big hit so i i listen to that on a loop Yes, I listen. Of course I listen to all the stories and there's so many. I mean, I I like the one with the um the ghost and the stalker and the one with the um the man who thinks that he's somewhere else and I love all of that. The time travel. Wait, what what show are we talking about? <laughs> Don't worry about it.
1: So, yeah, it's yeah. I know you're involved in so, you know, so many projects, Terry, that I like the one, I like
2: the one where the uh the the kid goes he goes back in time with mm. his with the mad scientist in the in the fancy car. And there he meets his parents. That's that's stuck. Here. He's stuck in the nineteen fifties. That's and he can't get out. How are they gonna get out? I don't movie. know. They only think they have a car, but they don't have the power for the car. So they've gotta find the power somehow. <sighs>
1: this is ridiculous. it, it is the most disturbing uh, part of that story, and I do remember that, is that nobody at any point questioned about why this young teenage boy was hanging out with clearly a senior citizen, and yeah. no one, no supervision whatsoever. Uh, oh, Peyton, they were lo- they
2: were lovers. They were they they were, were lovers. I yeah, remember.
1: Don, Don is, is suspect. I'm not starting that rumor. I, I I'm not I'm not mm. starting that rumor. But, but you can, Terry. Uh, pain uh, when you came into this did you have any kind of opinions or beliefs about the paranormal side of things and how have those changed or evolved as as you're interacting with these people and listening to these stories i mean i think i've always believed in
0: you know that there's probably intelligent life somewhere the universe is too big for there not to be and you know i think at least a Decent portion of the UFO sightings are probably real. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Uh, When it comes to the paranormal stuff and ghosts, you know, I've always had the mindset of like, okay, you know, something's going on here. I don't know what it is. Uh, I think sometimes it can be explained, but sometimes it can't. But there was one story uh, about this, uh, like this legend in Hawaii called uh, Night Marcher. I remember reading the email, it came in like directly to us. And I was like, "That's pretty freaky," and she's like, "I attached pictures." And I was like, "Okay," and I opened it up, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And I, I we post on the Instagram, but it's like the the one paranormal picture and it's a live photo that I've seen where I'm I don't know what it is, and it's not. Now, good. I
2: have I have photos of Night Marcher from I think it was 1989. I saw them in concert. Um, uh, That's not what we're talking about. With rat, you're not talking about night. I've never oh, that's even Night heard Ranger. That. Night yeah. Ranger. Na- so, never is mind. that even a
1: real band? I, I've night never Ranger. heard of that. So, is, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I I'm a fan of Sister Christian, but this was mm-hmm. uh, this this was, I think, a slightly different thing in Hawaii. This is a joke. It was a runner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But that was you. You walked away thinking that was truly for real. Is that you, Terry?
0: Okay, is that what you've been listening to? That's a slap right there. I okay. You don't know,
2: Night Ranger.
0: Oh. I'm sorry, Terry. That's uh, I was born in '87. He said '89. I don't know.
2: Um, I was two. So, but I'd love I'd love to hear more about this Night Marcher. Is is um is he from the other side is what's the what's the mythology there's
0: like a urban legend in this part of hawaii on the island that there's these night marchers i don't really know the the lore behind their origin but there's paintings and stuff of them but if you go find a the best sketch of one it looks really close to what's in this picture and yeah i, mean, I think for me or and well, most listeners, they were they were convinced that this was definitely something, you know, abnormal. But there's been a few people who's who've commented on there, like, oh, that's just a guy. I'm like, it, do you hang out with people who look like this? Because this is, even if it was a person, I think that would actually be scarier because this guy looks disheveled and muddy and
1: it, like, terrifying, <laughs> whether yeah. he's mm-hmm. real or not. So. Mm-hmm. And it's more than it's more than just a legend in Hawaii. It's an active belief, like it's very much um, ingrained in the uh, mm-hmm. the native Hawaiians mm-hmm. there. And it's yep. it's this procession of spirits that can basically, if you run across them, they can take uh, take you to the underworld, sort of thing. Uh, but I'm most impressed, Terry, that well, I'm impressed that I remember the night marcher lore and story but also impressed that it appears that you are using a smartphone which is a grand leap forward i think for your technological uh you know capabilities i love seeing that um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh you know and and terry i mean because you mentioned the the uaps and ufos and because you've been doing this for so long do you think that we are reaching some point some tipping point where this is no longer, some of these stories are no longer in the realm of uh, strange or unusual and paranormal, but instead more commonplace, because certainly these are things that are now talked about by New York Times and, and mainstream media outlets. It's not just the realm of dark air.
2: That's right. Um, more and more and more gradual acceptance. You know, as William Shakespeare said, uh, there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. And I think that's what we're finding.
1: There no, I'm Aaron.
2: Things... Oh, uh, I, there I'm are more, there more things in heaven and earth that are dreamt of in your philosophy, Aaron. And okay. that's that's really what it's all about. And um, yes, I think that the door is opening. The door is opening wide. And I think the portal to the <laughs> to the world of the undead is also opening. And it, um, perhaps, under my very house, and that's my theory, at least, for the noises. Well, but thank you, thank you for your wonderful, for your wonderful question. You know, as
1: far as portals opening underneath your own house, uh, that is concerning. But I am equally concerned about your relationship with your dear friend and occasional host of of uh, Radio Rental, Malachi the Cat. Uh, is are you guys okay? Because it does seem sometimes like there's some tension. Maybe Malachi is trying to
2: kill you. I don't know the whole backstory.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, it's it's interesting. I just recently, um, I mean, recently, like in the last five minutes, got a series of ideas about cremation for Malachi. He's not quite dead yet. Almost. He's he's ancient. He's like fourteen. Um, but I'm wondering about getting him cremated. So I'd love that contact information of um, who the one the, That's the a little gentleman really who scary. that yeah I mean the, the gentleman the who works at the ice cream, ice cream place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: The uh, the the Cold Stone crematorium. Yeah. The um mm-hmm. the yeah. we can we can uh set that up off air. But, you know,
2: jo- all joking aside, seriously, um ice cream made out of people's ashes that's an interesting business idea. We should talk, Payne. We should uh, maybe bring it to Shark Tank. That's, um, there's
0: no way that's even legal. I mean, no one ever is going to want
1: that. Not with that attitude, Payne. I mean, uh, thank I just, you. Thank that, you. That's, that's How, clearly. Oh, you're going to take the, you're going to
2: sprinkle the ashes on the, in the ocean or off a cliff or in someone's backyard, like. Yeah. Why not ingest them? I mean, it worked for Keith Richards. He snorted the ashes of his father on a glass coffee table, for Christ's sake. That's
1: not real. One of the greatest
2: rock and roll guitarists of all time.
1: And fun fact, you know, they used to believe during vampire panics that one of the ways that you would cure yourself of vampirism is to cut out the heart of the person suspected to be a vampire, Mm. boil it down and burn it, and then drink the soup made out of their ashes. So... Not so ridiculous when you think of it in those terms. Pain, not. I mean, fair, fair. Uh, uh, whatever. Be, isn't
2: that isn't that pretty much it, what ramen is?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh,
2: sh-
1: cup of cup of your uncle's noodles. I don't know. I don't, like. Yeah. Uh, bef- before we, I let before we let you guys go. Um, I do have a question. Speaking from- of my uncle's uh, noodles on Grinder, uh,
2: I I saw. Um, <laughs> a picture and uh, sorry go ahead Aaron.
1: i don't want to hear it yeah <laughs> i was very curious about where that one was going uh we do have a question from the audience before i let you go this comes to us from the ghost maidens and they do ask is there any update on the spectral wife situation terry i probably should have screened this because it's a little bit sensitive to just drop this on you um but any update on the uh, spectral wife situation
2: Yes, um, she's doing fantastic. Um, we uh, continue our our endless lovemaking sessions. Um, she's uh, she's exceptionally uh, sensitive, but you know you can um, as rough as you want to go. She's game, so um, hmm. we have a lot of fun. Uh, she's a great listener. And I'm really, really, truly lucky to be married to um, such an a gorgeous. Well, I don't know if she's gorgeous. Um, such a luminous character.
1: Yeah. You know, I think in 2022 we could all learn to be accepting and embrace spectrophilia and uh, and you know marriage to spect- mm. so I, spectrophilia. I really went- do you think I'm Terry Carnation
0: point. is immune to cancel culture?
1: I is it possible
0: Can, is it even possible?
1: I think he's post cancel. I don't. Culture. I don't
2: even know what that. Is. I don't know what that is.
1: Then yeah. Then you're good. Yeah, I think you're fine. Yeah, uh, and and pain. We have new a new season of Radio Rental, uh, season five. In fact, I believe right October 2022. That's correct. Anything that you can tease coming up for the new season? Any special tapes that Terry will be playing that you are excited for the audience to hear? There's a a good mixed bag of stories this go around. I think we've
0: kind of dialed in what we've seen people respond well to. And, you know, some people have their own niche favorites. So we tried to really kind of target... The types of stories that we found people liked and also kind of push the envelope again with just some bizarre shit that you haven't heard before and keeping you guessing on where the story is going and what's happening next love it
1: and um
2: the name of this show aaron is talking strange yes yes Terry. <laughs> it. well named this has been one of the strangest conversations i've ever been a part of well you know terry this
1: is a uh segue that you kind of just brought up because i I, i'm gonna let you guys go but you know as a fan all my childhood little baby aaron same facial hair always a fan of dark air with terry carnation can i can i implore upon you to get a terry carnation blessing for what i do on talking strange
2: Hello, this is Terry Carnation. And I am the host of Dark Air with Terry Carnation as well as the proprietor of Radio Rental, the video rental store that is also a podcast about mysterious shit. I highly endorse and recommend Talking Strange with Aaron Sageros. It's an excellent show. And I hope you'll tune in each and every week for the wonderful stars and personalities they bring in to talk strange. Thank you.
1: That that was I I'm I'm blessed. I love, love it. it. And and Payne, Lindsay, and Terry Carnation thank you for joining and i uh, i want to encourage everyone to listen to radio rental and to keep up with terry carnation across social media to keep up with pain lindsay across social media and to keep up with radio rental and for everyone out there thank you for joining Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, share with your fellow spooky nerds and check out our Talking Strange videos at youtube.com at denofgeekus and give me a shout at Aaron Sagers on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Patreon and at Talk Strange on Twitter. And until next time, be kind, stay spooky and keep it weird.